morning and welcome. It's that time once again. The Patriot Radio News Hour must listen to radio. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, wealth insurance, the physical delivery of gold and silver. It is what we do. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of customers. 22 years in a row. We've been right here. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, it's the best in the business. Why? Yes, you can buy stuff out there. Sure you can. They all do that. Well, I guess not all of them, but most of them do. It's because of the information that we put up there. And we do it five days a week. So Ramon's putting up 100 articles and videos a week to keep you in the know so you can be educated. Because really, that's what it's all about. Yes, do we want to sell you gold? We sure do. Why? Because we know you're going to need it. But we also want to educate you in the process. AllAmericaGold.com. Make it part of your daily routine. Uh, just to keep you up to date, all the people waiting for MS-63s, uh, those those were out, came in yesterday, out and out yesterday, so from Phoenix. Uh, the Colorado people, uh, they should probably hit today. Usually Colorado gets it a day after I get it, uh, so those, those should be hitting as well. Uh, same thing, uh, there were some Morgan dollars for Colorado. Phoenix half-dollar people, there's not a lot of you. Uh, but the ones that, that were remaining, I screwed up because I don't know how to count. <laughs> I apologize. I've got them coming. They're coming again today, so I'll have the rest of them. They'll be in, you know, no later than Monday next week, and they'll go right out. Uh, but it was my, it was, you know, I ran out of fingers and toes, and I messed it up. Uh, but they, they are on their way. Uh, and, I, and that's it. We're, we're, we're going to be all caught up here at, uh, again. And I'm going to tell you, not surprised by what's happened today. Uh, gold shooting up, uh, up fifteen bucks, uh, back above thirteen hundred. And again, I told you gold didn't fall because it was two different type of events. Now today, the news is going to be that Donald Trump canceled his meeting with North Korea, and this is why everybody's upset. No, sorry. I mean that's what they're going to say. I, I've seen it all over the headlines. Uh, but before Trump canceled his meeting with North Korea, gold was already up 10. Uh, it did tack on another 5. Uh, the Dow was already down. Yeah, it, it, it's gone down more. Uh, but the the bigger problem uh, had to do with actual economic data here in the U.S. We're going to break it all down for you, tell you everything that's going on. So funny is Ramon, uh, when, uh, before the show started, was telling me, you know, you're talking about this, the... the that you're at Fry's and getting the rotisserie chicken, and now the homeless people now are camped out at the exit. And he said, it happened to me yesterday. I did. I went there. There they were. You're you're on top of it, and and I'm like, it's like it's like it's spreading, and and again, more and more people are falling out of the middle class, and and really now more and more people are they're falling out of the lower class. Because I mean, when you're when you're holding up a sign on a street corner or at the grocery store parking lot, uh, yeah, you're pretty much uh, out of the whole system. By the way, I didn't tell you this part. 
So the fries that, that I go to, it used to have, I don't know, 15 checkouts, okay, where, you know, people man them. Then they took out a few checkouts and added the self-checkouts, and they put six self-checkouts. The a week ago, I didn't notice it, but the other day when I went in, I did. They actually t- took out more of the, I'll say, uh, man-operated checkout lines, added another bank of self-checkouts, and they now have more self-checkouts than they do regular checkouts. But on top of that, there's now this great big kiosk. When you walk in the store and they've got these little handhelds, and I guess you're, you know, the, the, the way it's supposed to go, you pick up a handheld and you, you scan your stuff. And you check out that, and, and as you're putting it, you scan it, you put it in your car, boom, 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 and, and uh, pay for it that way. The day of the cashier is number. And, and we're seeing it, even Costco. I was in Costco this weekend. They had it self checkout. I don't know. I, I mean, you think about uh, how many jobs that is. That's it, it's an incredible amount. And even that, I mean, come on, cashiers. The, I mean, maybe fifteen bucks, maybe fifteen dollars an hour. Even that's too much for these people to pay. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm going to tell you what the Federal Reserve said yesterday, and I'm going to tell you right now. It makes me sick. But these guys are allegedly the smartest guys in the room, and you know what they said? Here's what they said in their little Fed minute about inflation. You know what? It's okay for inflation to be hotter than that 2% that we keep telling you about. Remember what I said? I told you 2%. They just made that number up. They don't care. It'll be as high as they need it to be. And the fact of the matter is, they don't, we already know they're lying about the 2% to begin with. I mean, what's the real number? I, that's what I'm scared of. I mean, we know 2, 2% is not true. Is it 5? Is it 8? By the way, I don't know if you noticed in Phoenix this morning, all those gas stations that said 299 yesterday, 305 today. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dot. 800 I've been saying it all year. Gold is going to run. And it's going to run in the second half. And yesterday proved my point. This morning proves my point. When you look at what the Federal Reserve said yesterday, and they're all out, all of them are out talking about inflation and how one of them even said, hey, it's a good thing. Yeah. See, and if they can get us to believe it, but like I've been saying, 2%, that was was an introductory offer. You know, where did that even come from? And and remember what inflation really, when they say the word inflation, what they really mean. Devaluation of your money. 
So when you look at you had a $100 bill, how would you like it if you had a $100 bill and then they said, you know what, yeah, that's only worth $98. And then the next year they're like, you know, it's only worth 96 and then it's only worth 94 This is what they mean by that. And, of course, they even misrepresent what the truth really is. As far as what real inflation is, and here's the scary part. Now with, with gas prices running, house prices, rents, all this, I mean, in health insurance, automobile insurance. What's the real number? Six? Seven? And here, oh, I'll give you a great, here's another one. You, you want to know why gold, gold started running last night after the release of the Fed minutes? Because the Federal Reserve said, hey, it's okay if we go over 2%. We're not going to be too worried. We're not going to overreact uh, as to how high inflation may get, and it, 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 it'll be okay. We're prepared to, uh, you know, let it exceed that 2%. So we're not going to be raising rates a whole lot more. Right again. I think they're torn. I think we get two. I don't know if we'll get uh, three or not. Well, I think we'll get two more. How's that? I, I don't know that we'll get anything more than that. Uh, so, so gold started running just on that, right? Because that was not what they they thought the Federal Reserve was going to say, as far as hey, we're not really worried about inflation, and too bad they're just going to have to deal with it. Then. This morning, we had jobless claims come out, and, you know, we know that's a made-up number anyway, but it was much bigger than they thought, back above 230000 But this was the one that really did it. Now, remember, we told you about how new home sales struggled uh, in April. Well, existing homes, which is the real big market. That's 90% of the market. Existing home sales in the United States took a bigger tumble than expected as it pulled back heavy in the month of April. According to the National Association of Realtors, home sales fell 2.5% at an annual rate now of just $5.46 million. By the way... We are now selling uh, 1.4% less existing homes this year than last year, and it's only going to get worse. You don't think rising rates has to do with this? And, of course, I'll tell you, we've got a supply problem. I'm telling you, and I said it, and I'll say it again. There's no supply problem. None. As long as you want a house that's, you know, half a million, $750 million, there's plenty. You know what the problem is? There's no houses people can actually afford to buy. According to uh, the numbers, the median existing home price, and, and this one is is the one that really gets you scratching your head, $258,000 was up 5.3%, and that was median. Uh, If you took the average, that number was approaching 300,000, and and that's a little different methodology. You take the lowest, 
the median, you take the lowest, the highest, and the next lowest, the next highest, and so on until you get somewhere to the middle. That's where that 257. But when you took the average, uh, the average uh, existing home now hit another new all-time high. And here's the problem. And, and we're getting ready, and again, I think we're getting ready for another one of these ugly, ugly housing markets. We've had home prices rising for, what, four or five years now? So, to the tune of, even now, 5 6% every month, right? And month over month, year over year, but you're... you're you're having home price appreciation. No one's getting. Who's getting outside of teachers? <laughs> who's getting a five percent raise? Nobody. Unaffordability starting to become a big problem. Then you throw on rising rates, and now they become even less affordable. It's only common sense, right? How is it? What? What? I'm the only guy out there that know can use common sense. You took away all the homes people could afford because now Wall Street owns them all. How do you like it? How do you like it so far? You really think we're going to get out? Think about it as it is, right? People can't pay for cars. People can't pay their credit cards, right? All of these things, default rates rising all over the place. Now they can't afford to buy the home. Of course they can't. And rates are rising. No wonder why they came out last night and said, well, you know, we're not really, we're not going to be too worried about inflation. Because they know. They're like, hey, this rate rise thing's not going so well. I know, I know, but, you know, stocks were doing real good. Well, actually, not really. Stocks haven't done anything this year. Uh, but But even after all the tax cuts and all the stock buybacks, you know what I don't hear anymore? Where's all the uh, where's all the great pay? Right? Where's all the list of the scrolling companies that were handing out these one-time bonuses? Right? If you were fortunate enough to work at a place for 20 years, maybe you got a grand. Most people got 250 bucks. Right? Where 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 is it? And and again, remember what I told you yesterday. Long-term projections, they haven't changed. I mean, really, the only thing that's changed, debt, that's changed, right? It's a lot more now, right? All of a sudden, these quarter points, and the whole world can't take it anymore, right? We we talk about Italy. How about we, Turkey is just it's blown up there, right? The whole currency's blowing up there as well. Uh, the Russians, yeah. They're getting ready by next month. After Russia just announced uh, a big increase in their gold holdings, now well over 1,900 metric tons. By next month, they'll be over uh, the 2,000-ton mark. Well, I don't know about next month, but before the end of the year, they'll break 2,000 metric tons. Uh, and at the rate they're adding over the next, I, I think, about three years, Russia will be the third-largest gold holder that's actually report because we're, we're gonna we don't know about China, right? They won't tell us. We don't know. But what we do know is they'll be third in the United States and Germany at the and and the problem is it's picking up steam, and and you're starting to see here this whole thing really kind of starting to run out of time now.
right? This whole myth that somehow they could break every economic law and, 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 and have it, oh, you know what, it's going to be fine. There's going to be no unintended consequences whatsoever. And what did they buy? Mortgage-backed securities and treasuries. That's what the Federal Reserve bought, trillions of them. Right now they're trying to sell some, and it's causing big problems. And they're raising rates. And now what happened, right? They bailed out their banker buddies, took all the loans off their books. Then they let all the hedge funds buy up all the cheap housing out there. And now they can't understand why home sales stink. Right? They can't understand why it is that the economic growth isn't doing better. And here's the problem. They started this at a $10 trillion deficit. Right now it's 21 to be over $22 trillion before the year ends. We're adding, you know, they're, they're, they're saying we're adding a trillion, but you know we're adding way more than that. Right? Just look at college. Right? Remember the show I did last week? For those of you, maybe you, you had a baby. Maybe you're you're a grandparent now. Your your son or your daughter just had a child, or maybe you're a great grandparent, right? And one of your granddaughter or your grandson just had a child. Eighteen years from today, it's going to cost between what was it, three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars to go to college and you start thinking about this is the wealth destruction that I'm talking about right is the college different UCLA is still UCLA Harvard is still Harvard ASU still ASU but this is what is going to happen to your buying power. This is what is going to happen to what we have all worked so hard for. There's a reason why all of us got to work two, three, and four jobs. Everybody's got a side hustle. Some of us got two or three side hustles. Right? And it's not enough. Can't buy a home. Right? And you start thinking about GDP numbers. Right? Nobody's buying homes. Well, you know what? It actually fits what Lowe's and Home Depot have reported over the last week. Neither one of them were great. And I know that there's an apartment complex going up on every corner, but that's it. Right? And all of you look around. There's homeless people everywhere. Right, and they're acting like it's not happening. Right, they're acting like, hell, you know, well, people really want to work two and three jobs. And right? then you, you figure out some of the pay for some of these jobs, and, and it just makes you sick. And then, and then to listen to these guys 
Uh, some of them have come out on TV this morning. Others have given little press conferences at little meetings and talking about it's okay. It's okay that things are costing more. We're not very worried that inflation's going over our 2% number because it's like I told you the whole time. They just made that number up. And when that number doesn't work, they'll come up with a new one. Two and a half. Three. Ah, well, you know, when we get to four, four will be good. And it's happening right in front of our face. And we want to sit there and we want to act like it's not, but this is the reality of it all. Following their May 1st and 2nd session, the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee says it wasn't raising rates yet, and said that the inflation goals, that the 2% target were rising towards those levels. A few of the the participants commented that a recent news on inflation against a background of continued prospects for a solid pace of economic growth, well, maybe not, supported the view that inflation would likely move above its 2% target. It was also noted that they were okay with that. Patriot Radio News Hour. we got a great special coming up. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, Ed Martin. By now, hardly any part of America has missed out on the anti-monument craze that liberals have put forth. Although particularly aimed at the South and monuments to Southern lives lost in the Civil War, conservatives have long warned that this movement wouldn't simply stop at the Confederacy. We are witnessing a much larger movement to rewrite history with a politically correct pen. The latest display of this comes from Hofstra University on Long Island in New York. A group of students, with a Black Lives Matter activist at the helm, is demanding a statue of Thomas Jefferson be removed from campus. They proclaim that Thomas Jefferson is now used as an icon of white supremacists and the Ku Klux Klan. You heard that correctly. Liberal college kids want you to believe that the author of the Declaration of Independence, and one of the earliest to try to outlaw slavery in our nation and his home state of Virginia, was a predatory, racist, rapist, and slaver. Apparently, politically correct revisionists have no limit or facts. In March, these students gathered to protest the statue and promote a petition demanding its removal. Thankfully, they were met by many others who brought their own side to the dialogue and a petition in support of keeping Thomas Jefferson right where he was. Those defending the statue raised many excellent points. Richard Caldwell, the student who created the petition in favor of keeping the statue, said, I was originally not going to get involved in this, even though I disagreed with the statue being taken down until we were falsely accused of being white supremacists and racists for simply wanting the statue to stay up. I was shocked at this accusation. Another student, Connor Dawson, warned, As you are making the protest about your right to freedom of speech, don't forget that people like Jefferson gave you that right. He continued, 
Richard and I went to the counter-protest to give speeches, which equated to, listen to the other side and maybe you'll get a new perspective. These were greeted with boos and jeers from the opposite crowd. Phyllis Schlafly Eagles are grateful for bold college students who will stand up for truth and publicly take on the irrational, politically correct wave sweeping across America's campuses. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 15, 1305. Silver's up uh, 26 at 1660. I have no available uh, backdate silver eagles from the bullion bank. I do have... Uh, I have none. Let's just leave it. I, don't, I, may, I may have a roll or two in-house, but I, I don't know that I do. Uh, so rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles are 395 a roll on the gold side. These, it's not a lot. And I've told you, right, both on both gold and silver, I've warned you, the, the, the surplus of supply has dissipated. It's disappeared. But I do have, so today I've got two different gold items. I've got 20 $20 liberties, thirteen eighty-five. I've got 20 That's it. So you're going to save, and right now uh, they're regular at $1,400. you are going to save 15 bucks. But I'm going to tell you, tomorrow it's not going to be 1400 because it's just the, the the premiums are starting to go back uh, the other way. I've got $35 Liberties. So I've got the, the big one, the one ounce, the $20. I've got the quarter ounce, the $5. Those are at $355. So, I mean, you can't do them at $350, but $355. $35 Libs at $355. $20 Libs. At thirteen eighty five, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now I've already told you about what the Federal Reserve's up to, and when it comes to devaluation, they want it and they want it more, and they know. Hey, we want to go over two percent because it's not good. We've got to pretend that we have real growth. It's getting worse. The wagons are circling, and a sign that the Chinese currency is continuing to gain status in international finance just weeks after, well, you know, what, what's it been? Six weeks, eight weeks? Since China unveiled its one-denominated oil futures contracts, this morning the London Metals Exchange confirmed that it's planning to introduce, you guessed it, 
a Wan-denominated metals product. So here comes the renminbi, the Chinese currency, right? First they started in the... We got oil. Hey, let's get precious metals, all right? And they're going everywhere. It's going to be it's going to be steel and ore and soybean and corn. Going to be a reason for the entire world. Hey, listen, you don't have to buy the devalued dollar if you don't want to. Let me tell you, and... and and I promised I'd keep an eye on it for you. Let me give you a little update about how the oil contract is doing. In March, the share of one contracts in global trading, okay, they got initially about 8%, which was really pretty, pretty robust. It's now up to 12%. That's a 50% increase in what, 60 days? But it gets worse. WTI, right, that's the major one. When, you, when, you, when people say a barrel of oil is this or that, WTI is the contract. They only had 2% of the volume in WTI in April. They're now at 14%. That's globally. And you start to really think about what's really happening now. Right? They're coming out onto the national stage. And, and, and this, it doesn't happen overnight. First, go back several years ago when they started talking about, well, maybe we need to include the Chinese in the basket of currencies. Right, allow it to be, you know, traded. Allow them to launch these contracts that we just talked about. Right, and, and they got the reserve currency status. Remember, I made a big deal about it. I did. I told you then, you better buy every ounce of gold you get your stinking hands on. Listen, we're not, we're not the hare. You know the tortoise and the hare, right? The debt market stocks, you know, uh, the, the Bitcoin, all the, those are the hairs. If you want to be a hair, go ahead. We're just going to be slow and steady here. And at first, nothing happened. And be, oh, you know, Double doesn't know what he's talking about. Trust me, a lot was happening. A lot of stuff has to happen before they can come out and really start taking over a lot of the trade that rightfully they should take. Right now they've got oil contracts. This morning we find out the London Metals Exchange that, oh yeah, we're coming, right? By the way, that's like the hub of, of metals trading. Uh, you know, Shanghai has their own, but now it's going to be global. The contract in oil is thundering into action. According to Stephen Imes, head of trading in Asia-Pacific futures, and says all of Asia is waiting for the new metals contracts to come out. It makes sense 
for countries like Iran, Russia, Venezuela, anybody else that wants to, to begin selling oil contracts in the Chinese currency rather than dollars. Think about it for a minute. Of course it makes sense. This is what I keep talking about. What, they want to pretend that common sense doesn't exist? Right, you really think we're going to, oh yeah, we can get all the bailouts, all the quantitative easing, save our banker buddies, give these huge tax cuts to business, and somehow blow up the national debt, and it's going to be just great? We're all going to sing Kumbaya together? We're already at 43% of Americans can't even live in the middle class. Unfortunately, here's the problem. You know where the trend's going, right? The trend's going the wrong way. As that debt continues to escalate, what happens? More and more people can't afford to live here. And now, more and more countries are saying, you know what? We don't need to buy your treasury bills anymore either. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. We're going to have to reteach Economics 101, supply and demand. They keep talking about the supply. There's no supply problem. But what I do see is it looks like there's a huge demand problem in housing. Right? You're not going to have pricing going up and demand falling. That's just not how it works. It only worked there for a little bit. Get ready. But I want to continue on with what these Chinese are, what's happening. This is huge. Huge what is going on right now. In the South China Morning Post, LME CEO Matthew Chamberlain, that's the London Metals Exchange CEO, in an interview in Hong Kong, at present, Investors are trading our products in U.S. dollars. We would definitely like to explore the launching of products denominated in renminbi. <laughs> yeah, you think? Of course, the London Metals Exchange, it's actually owned by the Hong Kong Exchange, which in Hong Kong, you can actually buy Yuan-denominated gold futures, and you've been able to do that for about eight or nine months. But now it's coming to London. Chinese investors are definitely very active customers at the London Metals Exchange. We believe with the increasing number of Chinese trading in our markets, There will be more Chinese companies wishing to join the exchange. Global domination. How about this one? The International Finance Report. Chairman of the Hong Kong Securities Association, right? So he's kind of like the... the, uh, the head of the NASDAQ or the head of the stock market, right? He's in charge of the the securities uh, in China. 
allowing Chinese manufacturers and investors to trade in renminbi instead of U.S. dollars would reduce the currency risk to our manufacturer owners, to our companies, and to our investors. If the LME wants to attract more Chinese investors to to its market, it makes perfect sense to launch these contracts. The dominance of the green bag is the root cause of global financial and economic crisis. <laughs> the solution is to replace the the uh, national currency with a global one. That is, by the way... Uh, the World Bank's former chief economist, just in case you want to know who is saying that. This is what is happening. And let me tell you why it's happening. I'll give you a real simple example. You send your kid to ASU right now. If you're lucky, you can graduate for about $125,000. Ben Bernanke went to Harvard in the early 70s for less than 20 grand. Okay? They've already said 18 years from today a degree from ASU or any other state school, right? U of A, uh, Colorado, Colorado State, right? Iowa, Iowa State, Washington, Washington State, right? These are the schools that we're talking about. Over $300,000. If you wanted to pay for your brand new baby's college education, right, you're going to need to buy about $90, $20 gold pieces right now. You want to pay for your grandkids' education. That's what it's going to cost you. You got a grandbaby just born today. For everyone you got, you got to throw, you know, let's just round up. I like round up. Let's just call it 120. You need 120 per kid. 800-951-0592. There's, I don't know how, but there's two lines open. We had 20 $20 gold pieces at 1385 I don't know how many are left. Arlene's on the phone, so I don't know. We had $35 libs at the 355. 800-951-0592. In other news, how about Donald Trump today? After the, I don't want to call the trade talks with China a failure, but let's just say China had the hand to win, and they won. He's instructed the U.S. Department of Congress, or of Commerce, excuse me, to start in an investigation into automobile imports to determine whether they threaten to impair national security of the United States. Remember what I told you yesterday. The Pentagon wants to spend $20 billion buying a bunch of more bombs. And now they said, you know what, we've looked into it. We don't think that we can. Well, we we know we can't 
because there's not enough U.S. companies that actually build the parts we need. And actually, some of the parts we need, no U.S. company builds at all. Now today we hear about this out of nowhere, about automobiles. And, and, and again, using the threat to impair national security. What have we done? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Final segment on this Thursday. We told you we were going to want it back. Gold's up 15. Silver's now up 30 cents. And this morning we heard of the announcement about automobiles and using uh, Section 232 of the Trade Expansion Act of 1962. You know, you can go back in time and just pinpoint when we started giving it away. <laughs> Nathan and Gat was just the end. You know, we, we passed the Trade Expansion Act of 1962 by the early 1970s. We've never run a trade surplus again, ever. And now here's here's what they're saying, and and this is out of Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary. There is evidence suggesting that for decades, imports from abroad have eroded our domestic auto industry. We will consider whether the decline of domestic automobile and automobile parts and production threatens to weaken the internal economy of the United States. Well, I got an easy answer for that one. Of course it did. Have you been to Detroit? Including and potentially reducing research, development, Jobs for skilled workers, autonomous vehicle research, fuel cells, electronic motors and storage, advanced manufacturing products and processes, and other cutting-edge technologies. Let me tell you something, Wilbur. I don't need to do an investigation. Yes. Of course, it did all of that. Why would any of these companies pay American engineers to do all of this when they can go out and hire the Chinese engineer for a fraction of the price? Here's what, here's what they not, they're not telling you, right? We already don't produce any cars here, right? They're getting rid of it. Ford's not even going to make any cars here, right? One, well, a Mustang and a, and a Corvette, and that's it, right? That's the only cars that are going to be made in America at all, and most of those won't even be made here. Or we'll make some SUVs. It's not the big deal. Here's the problem. None of the R&D on all the new stuff is being done here. We don't even have the technologies in-house. Right? And then you start thinking about, I keep going back to the Pentagon. Hey, I don't know, but you guys just noticed? Hey, this company got bought up by a foreign company, and they left the U.S. Oh, wait a minute. They built a part for this bomb that we need, and now there's no one left to build it. Whoops. 
And now they're going after, and of course, right, people, oh, it's a trade negotiation, it's this, it's that. Let's understand what happened. Right, and now you're starting to see the shift. All of these, all of these people all over the globe now clamoring for, yes, we want Chinese oil contracts. We want Chinese metal contracts. We want Chinese steel and soybean and corn contracts. Need to protect yourself for us. We don't use the Chinese currency. We use U.S. dollars. Get yourself protected. 20, 13, 85, $5 gold pieces. 355 800 Radio News Hour. We'll be back for one more show.